this season on The Bachelorette. The most dramatic season yet. Will Bridget G find love? Will love find her? Will she finally run out of things to say about singleness? Will we ever know if after over a decade of not being kissed, does your first kiss reset? How virgin can you actually be? Get ready, buckle your seatbelts if you haven't already for season four of Solidarity the Singleness Podcast. Welcome back, friends from all over. So I actually was kind of curious, since we've been in this pandemic, do you find yourself listening to podcasts more often? I don't really. I probably listen just as much as before COVID. But honestly, I'm just like wondering a lot of things about the season we're in. Are you lonelier than before? Is your life better or worse? Do you feel isolated and disconnected? Did you take romantic risks in this last year, even though the barriers were stronger to finding love? Because some people, they're like, "Mm, now's not the time. And I actually thought to myself, maybe I'll be getting married in my mid-30s. Never would have thought, but maybe that's just the reality. To be honest, it's always a question. (laughs) If you have a fun or interesting story, honestly, feel free to write me at solidaritypodcast at gmail.com. And let me know, because maybe I'll have you as a featured guest this season. The most dramatic season yet. Actually, let's do a quick shout out. This is season four. Um, I started this podcast a little over four years ago, which is kind of crazy. So it's been going for three years. I honestly dropped the ball in 2020, which I don't know. I'm not really saying I'm sorry, because that's life, isn't it? And a big part of what I've learned in my singleness is you need to accept what comes. You need to accept the realities. And Sola is a labor of love for me. I do this because it's a creative outlet. It's a really great way for me to have the conversations I need to have, keep myself sane. But also, you know, I think it's important to be talking with you all about these things and opening up the conversation more. So it's important to me that I give my time and my money and I'm cool with it. So you're just going to get episodes when you get them. But something I wanted to tell you guys is that I'm trying to take myself more seriously. And before I get to talking about that, let's do some shout outs to all my listeners. So I've gone on Buzzsprout, which is where my po- I host my podcast. And I'm looking at like the locations of my listeners from all episodes. So I'm going to do some shout outs. So just know I'm speaking to you. I'm like so curious about who you guys are. Um, the Let's start with countries. So obviously 86% of my viewership comes from the United States. It's amazing to me that this is international at all. And you might think that the number two group of people that listen to this podcast and have been listening is, you know, close by, like Canada or maybe the UK. But you know what it is? It's Norway. <laughs> Norway, you're amazing. I, I wish I knew you guys, you know, feel free to DM me at Solidarity Podcast on Instagram and say, hey, I'm one of your Norwegian listeners 
Thank you. I just imagine it's a bunch of friends who are like, hey, have you listened to Solidarity? And for some reason, like me. Um, and then comes the UK and Canada and Australia. So we got all these like English speaking places. And then I've got my, my different languages. We've got the Philippines and Germany and Mexico and Brazil. So I got to say hola and guten tag. And oh my gosh, I learned this in Tagalog. It's like, ¿cómo está? It's kind of like, ¿cómo estás? But, hello. ¿Cómo está cuyo? I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but I tried, my friends. My Filipino friends, I tried. So, and hola is in Spanish and in Portuguese. New Zealand's like, <laughs> actually, I'm not even going to try. But thank you, people from New Zealand who've listened. Um Honestly, the reason I'm not trying is because my Australian and New Zealand accent are probably very similar. So, <laughs> hello world is what I'm saying. As for the states and the cities, the top cities, this is kind of fun because I've had a thousand downloads from where I hail, Tucson, Arizona. So you know what, Tucson, I love you. Thank you, friends. I know most of these people here. Um, Phoenix, Arizona, where I, I actually was born and grew up, is my number two. Here's the fun part. Number three, not Arizona. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> and then we've got Flagstaff, um, Alhambra, Arizona, which is another part of Phoenix. And it's actually not that far from where I grew up, too. And then one of my, the cities of my heart, Denver, Colorado. We've got Los Angeles, which feels like, oh my gosh. Wow, people in LA listen to my podcast. Um, and then we got Atlanta. I got to say, Atlanta, you've been showing up lately, the most recent podcast. Atlanta has been my like number one listenership. And then we're back in Arizona and Gilbert and then Columbus, Ohio. So you know what? We're all over the place. I love that. Those are my top 10. Um, shout out to Minneapolis and Atlanta for just like, being my top listeners lately. I, I have been to Minneapolis, St. Paul area, um, Mall of America. Oh my gosh. I still drink out of this mug. It's like a Snoopy mug that has my name on it. And there's not a lot of places that have personalized Bridget things unless I were to order it special. And it's spelled my way. Bridge with a T. Uh, it's amazing. So I've had it for years and years back when the amusement park that's inside of Mall of America, which is the biggest mall in America, I think. Um, tell me if I'm wrong. I, I think it still is. Anyway, there's an amusement park in the middle. It used to be Snoopy Land, something like that. I do not know what it is now. I know it's not Snoopy Land. So that's what I remember from my time there. I've only ever been to the Atlanta airport. So I really do have to go to Atlanta because Maverick City Music is amazing. And after seeing what happened in this election here in the States, Georgia really showed up and showed out and just really solidified what was going on in our country. Hmm. Georgia's the sweetheart of all our little blue hearts. <laughs> I actually, I want to take a moment to address this really quick. You know, I've, I've spoken out a little bit about my beliefs when it comes to Black Lives Matter and other I guess we can call them liberal um, ideas and values, but I'm actually an independent. I'm not registered Republican or Democrat. I vote often Democrat 
um, because a lot of the values align with what I believe, which is crazy because, you know, a lot of Christians here think that you have to be Republican if you're a Christian. And I just don't think that's true. And there's a lot of really interesting stuff going on, a lot of disunity. Um, and, and there's also a lot of good. Oh my gosh, this is random. I feel like I'm just like catching up with my friends. So sorry for the tangent, but you guys should go look up Sharon Says So on Instagram because she is this woman who lives in Minnesota. She might live in Wisconsin. Either way, she lives up there. And she just raised $500,000 plus to go toward, um, like she and her, you know, followers raised $500,000 to um, rip medical debt, which is a, you know, nonprofit that they buy medical debt for a much, like much more discounted price. And they um, forgive people's medical debt. So like a dollar to rip medical debt is like equivalent to like a thousand dollars. And so they're them raising $500,000 means that they raised like uh, $5 million. Am I doing my math right? Okay. doesn't matter, but it's like millions of dollars and like 50,000 families that will have their medical debt forgiven. So for those of you who live in other places of the world, yes, this is a thing because of our crazy healthcare system that costs an arm and a leg to get your arm and a leg fixed. Um, you know, people will go into like bankruptcy and things like that. It's crazy. Um, everything is a capitalistic trap. (laughs) See, and I'm like, oh, I'm not Democrat. Um, I'm just a radical left-wing liberal. I'm kidding, you guys. The reason I'm telling you this story is because I know that Sharon Sesso's um, followers are from all over the political spectrum. But I think that's something that, like, a topic that everyone can rally around. Forgiving people's debts. Oh, it's beautiful. So beautiful. And honestly, that's what we're about at Solidarity is to come together and to be there for each other. You know, and I think that times like these, it's so hard, not only with the barrier of the pandemic, where being together is like unsafe, but um, all of our different views on like how things should be. And in America, it is so divided. People don't want to be told what to do with their bodies, with their time, where they go, what they say. Like, we just got some pretty stubborn people out here. (laughs) And, you know, they may have what they feel like is a really wise and, um, logical explanation for their values and beliefs and that's fine that really is fine but I think the thing that's going to be important moving forward is finding those those areas of common ground and then learning to like meet each other learning to um to to learn from each other too because I do think that that's something we're not good at we're not good at disagreeing we're not good at um hearing people when they're sharing truth you know I know when I've shared truth, people will say, Bridget, you come off like you know more. You um, are acting like no one knows anything or you're totally disregarding their process. And to be honest, I'm not. It's just I'm challenging where people land. And so that's okay. I'm allowed to do that. You're allowed to challenge me. We don't have to agree. I just think it's, it's such an important thing to think about. How do we love each other in the midst of it? You can love somebody by telling them they're wrong. Truly, you can. And so I just want to say that (laughs) I am so curious about how that 
that kind of culture exists in other places. In America, we're made of people from all over the world. And so it's not a surprise to me that we have a lot of conflict because we all are so different. If we can learn to cross each other's cultures, speak each other's languages, um, love each other, meet each other's needs, wow, what could change, right? Um, so anyway, that was a soapbox. They call me Soapbox BG. <laughs> Who are they? Nobody. But that's just kind of what happens around here. I wanted to give you guys a little bit of um, a preview about what to look forward to this season. Um, I said earlier, I'm trying to take myself more seriously. I What I mean by that is that like my whole life, I've given my all to the areas of my life that felt the most important and pressing. And a lot of times for single people, that's like their career. Well, you know, like love and family isn't working out. So I'll just pour myself into my career. And what I think is actually happening is um, that we don't know how to live like these like big holistic lives. And what I've noticed in my own personal experience is that even when I'm giving all my energy to making money and my career in ministry and, and that community, I still like long for more. I still want to do some creative, fun thing. So I don't know if you guys are like that, like you have really defined hobbies, things that you love. I'm kind of like, oh, just like, let me get my hands dirty. Let me make something new. Um, I get excited. I get overambitious. There's just a lot of creator, creative energy in me. And I like to strike when the inspiration is hot, you know? <laughs> and so this has looked like many things. Um, I'm, I've been trying to flip furniture and it's kind of hard. Um, it's like fun, but you just don't even know if a piece is going to sell. And I don't want to like have all this extra furniture that I don't need, you know, but, and it's like, is the market right? Sorry, this is another tangent. The point is <laughs> I was thinking, oh, maybe I should just really lean into that as a way to wipe out my own credit card debt this year. That would just be fun, you know? And then I have this podcast, like I've said, it's a labor of love. And so it's like, let me lean into it. Let me get a little more structured, bring some more content to people's ears. Um, but all of it to say is I'm taking myself more seriously, even when it comes to the fun, random things I do, like flip furniture or like dog sit or just stuff I like to do. I've been riding my bike lately. I know that seems so simple, but I'm, I always forget how much fun it is. And so I've been trying to push myself to do things that I really enjoy. And so I don't know if it's being 30, being th I mean 31, but being in your 30s and you're like, I'm allowed to be a multifaceted person whose life is more than her career, um, more than my relationship status. Like, yeah, I can be up to a lot of things and I, and I want to be. So that said... I will hopefully be posting on a more regular basis. And what you have to look forward to this season is I'm going to be doing some collaborations with other podcasts, podcasts that I love and um, people I love who host them, podcasts who talk about very different things than I do, but we find some common ground um, to talk about things that like we relate on. And then just how we're different. I want to offer other perspectives. I've given you so much of my own perspective. <laughs> you probably know me really well by now. In fact, I've had guys who I've gone on dates with listen to my podcast before they go on a date with me and they come in knowing so much about me. And I'm like, well, where's your podcast? 
And that actually needs to be a pickup line. So you're welcome. Here's a pickup line when you go back into the bars. Forgive me if I've said this already, but you got to say, so tell me about your podcast when you meet someone. Or if they're like, I don't have a podcast, you weirdo. You say, well, if you were good and I have a podcast, what would it be about? Because that would just teach you so much about them, don't you think? I think my podcast scares people. <laughs> no, I think some guys are like, wow, she really cares about her singleness. She's not like not at all trying to get married. And I just think I hold those tensions well. I would love to be married. I am so ready to be in a very serious, committed relationship. Um, and also, I am going to keep talking about singleness. So that's what's exciting. Um I just recorded an episode with the What Would Our Ancestors Think podcast, which is a podcast of millennials from all different ethnic backgrounds who are friends. And they thought, wow, we have really some really cool conversations. We want to record them and put them out there because I'm sure there's a lot of other people that want to hear that. And so check that out. Um, we're going to be posting our episode soon. It's, it's a true collab as in that like, we're posting the exact same episode on both our channels. Is that what you call this? Shows? On both of our shows. It's not YouTube, Bridget. Um, <laughs> and in the future, I have some other things um, lined up. People who believe different things than me, who've had different experiences of singleness, but also just people who have really cool perspectives that have taught me some stuff. And yeah, lots to offer. I think I am answering the question, will I run out of things to say about singleness? Um, I think the answer is yes. <laughs> but will I ever stop talking about it? I don't know. Will this be the last season? Maybe. That's like a 50-50 for me at this point. There's a lot there I think I want to post to my heart's content and then let people just listen as time goes on. And if it seems like someday in the future people are like, this was so amazing, you know, we can add more seasons. You never know. But this journey I've been on of taking myself more seriously, let me tell you, I've written a book. Friends, you heard it here first. I mean, some of my friends here in Tucson know. <laughs> and my best friends know. I finally did the thing. I have a degree in writing. And it's in fiction, but I wish it had been nonfiction because I never write fiction. It's not even something I'm excited about. <laughs> I wrote about my life, a tell-all. And the book is about singleness, but it's about all these things that I've learned. So some of it you've heard on the podcast, but I would say most of it you probably haven't. And the reason I started the podcast to begin with is because it was a better alternative in my mind to writing a book. I was 27 when I started thinking about doing the podcast and then I think I turned 28 and thought let's do it and it's been so good such a beautiful time I love doing it I, I've loved learning these um, skills that I've acquired I'm not amazing at it but it's okay it's like I said it's been this like hobby for me that's been so worthwhile and it's given me another creative outlet that does something really great for my heart, even though it doesn't necessarily like make me money or make people, um, you know, think I'm more successful or something <laughs> like all the ways you could have worth and value from the things you do. You know, I, it doesn't, it hasn't even gotten me a boyfriend. So thanks everyone. <laughs> 
Oh man, I have finally, you know, written this book about my life. I just said book, like book. I've finally written this book and I'm really nervous <laughs> because I guess I never realized how vulnerable it is to put out your story or even just your thoughts about a subject. But I'm proud of myself because I always thought I would be an author eventually. And, you know, when you get lost along the way in life, your bigger goals and dreams seem like less important um, than the day to day. And so my friend Courtney, who she was on an episode at the end of last season, she's been goal coaching me to write this book. And um, I'm just amazed at where I'm at. I'm super excited. And I, you know, I'm really hoping that this podcast can be a great way to help people get that book in their hands. So I just, the last thing I wanted to do is ask you guys to engage with um, my podcast online a little, a little more. If you haven't followed our Instagram page at Solidarity Podcast, could you go do that for me? And then even feel free to share when a podcast episode comes out or a previous episode that you really like. Um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating. The ratings help people find my podcast more easily. And um, I could always pour a lot of money into marketing, which I might pour some of that stimmy money into it. But I just, I don't have a lot of money. So again, um, I need your help. And so yeah, leave a review that talks about what you like about the podcast, why it's been helpful to you so that people can understand why they should listen. Because ultimately, I want people to hear that they're loved, they're worth it, and they can live a full, thriving, single life. Um, and that they're not alone really. And I hope actually the same for my book. So be on the lookout for that. I'm not sure what the process is going to be, but I will be pursuing getting it published this year. And, and then we'll, we'll know. So maybe in the way it is the most dramatic season yet, but I need your help. If you have any other thoughts, comments, questions, ideas, could you email me solidaritypodcast at gmail.com I'll check it. I'll get back to you. Let me know what's up, what's going on. Um, but yeah, like I said, buckle your seatbelts. We're in for a wild ride of 2021.